Hello there, you're listening to the Park Rush Podcast. This is a theme park podcast. I'm Tom. Joining me, as ever, is Josh. Hello there. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Not too bad. I'm fresh off the plane, Josh. Yeah, how was SA? South Africa. Yeah. You mean South Africa? Yes. South Africa was uh, fantastic. Not a great time. I didn't actually spend any time in uh, Joburg or Cape Town, really. I was in uh, <laughs> Neisner. Neisner? A little bit out the way. Okay. But, uh, not to be confused with Michael Eisner. No, definitely not. Okay. No. Funny spelling, though. Everything out there is spelt not how you would pronounce it. Neisner is starts with a K. Okay. Then an N. But yeah. Then a Y. Yeah. Then an S. Then an N. Then an A. Nice. But well, there's lots of strange places like that, like Frenchuk. Yeah, but like Frenchuk. Uh, guess how you spell that one? Knife is spelled with a K. That's true. You're not wrong. <laughs> You're not wrong. But. Uh, yeah, I had a great time in South Africa. No theme parks, though. Bit of a disappointment on that front. That you went to. True. I did not, but I was not made aware of any theme parks during my visit. Nobody oh. alerted me to them at all. Did you? Did and obviously, as a international, internationally recognisable podcasting celebrity, I'm sure people would have come up to me and said, "Oh, you're Tom from the uh, Parkrush podcast." <laughs> There's a theme park uh, sixty miles this way. <laughs> Go and have a look. No one said that to me. No so one said that. There must be no theme parks in South Africa whatsoever. Well. I know. And to put up with uh, these things called like elephant parks. Elephant and, parks. Uh, that's cheetah, quite cool. That's cheetah quite... experiences. Elephant park is a great name. Elephant park, yeah. Went and uh, stroked an elephant. They got a bit rowdy. I got to go feed them. And uh, there was this concerning moment where the uh, guide of our group said to me when uh, I was feeding an elephant and another one started coming over. And I thought, oh, this will be fun. There's a... Uh, I can feed another elephant, and he said, uh, "Step back, we're going to get out of their way." <laughs> and I thought, "Oh no, oh." Anyway, I'm struggling to maintain this. Uh, that terrible, was pretty good, though. Terrible, probably quite racist accent. But yes, I had a great time in South Africa, Josh. Thanks for asking. Um, I, yeah, it's been two weeks since we actually recorded an episode through the magic of SoundCloud scheduling. Yes, it feels as if we've never been away, but yes. in fact, I have been. Yeah. Quite far away, in fact. It's a long, yeah. long ass flight. Yeah. But yeah, I had a very nice time. The weather was a bit of a rude awakening this morning, getting back into uh, Can London, I ask? chilly London. Yes. I'm a bit of a nerd. Do you know what plane you flew on? Uh, no, I, I'm not very good on like plane specifications and, you know, BA 70 Watsits and numbers and things. Okay. It was the first double decker plane I'd ever been on. Well, that's a lie. The flight out was the first double decker plane I'd ever been on. And then it was also a double decker plane on the way back. And uh, I'd never been on one of those before. Have you. Surely you've been on a 747 to Orlando? I guess. But I've never been on a plane that has an upstairs. A, a traditional jumbo jet? I've never been with on the, a plane that has an upstairs. It was my first bubble? time. Wow. First time. So was it just the bubble at the front, or was it double deck the whole way? I think it was just at the front. So that was that's probably a seven four seven then. I think so. Yeah, I think so. But then on the way out, uh, we flew into Cape Town, and then so so for some context, my parents have been out there for what feels like nine years. It's actually <laughs> been about four weeks, um, and so me and my sister flew out together to meet them there. During their, they, they've kind of been touring the whole country. Yeah, we just went for a leg of their grand. The very middle tour. class tour. They on Amazon? No, they're not on Amazon, oh. unfortunately. But um, maybe one day, maybe one day. And uh, then we got an internal flight from Cape Town to somewhere called George, and that plane was 
it was almost like it was a it was only a few steps away from being uh, an Indiana Jones style plane, like really narrow. You got on board, everyone was sort of ducking to get through the the door. Almost felt like you'd walked into Bilbo Baggins' house or something. Wow! And there was one member of the cabin crew. Brilliant. The flight was about half an hour. They still felt obligated to serve us dried fruit and nuts. But I'm pretty sure we like were starting to land before she'd even got to the back of the plane. Yeah, there were about literally right. about thirty people on this plane, plus a pilot and a stewardess, and that was it. And it was quite strange. I, I still think the scariest plane experience I've ever had is when we went to Morocco. And I don't know if you remember this, but there's a very vivid memory I have of us having a bit of I don't know what the airline was. We'll just I think it was a Moroccan airline or Yeah. But it was it felt I was a little uneasy about it, I think, and I remember distinctly experiencing some turbulence on that flight and this not-at-all sinister-sounding voice coming over the tannoy, presumably the pilot, maybe the co-pilot, saying, uh, don't worry, we have we have everything under control. Yeah. At which point I was like, felt like Babs in Chicken Run. I was just going to go mental. The I was going to lose it. The unfortunate thing about the... Uh, Moroccan French sort of it, s- speak is stereotypical bad guy. It, yeah, in, <laughs> it, very, it definitely is. I'm sure he was a very nice man. Yeah, he damn, damn, did sound like a Bond villain. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yes, yeah, so I had a lovely, t- I had a lovely time in South Africa. Highly recommend it. Surprisingly, like I, I'm sure, all the accommodation my parents organised throughout the trip were was. Was, was not cheap, but you'd be surprised how cheap just about everything else is. Food, yes, I've heard it's very cheap. Food, all the touristy stuff, you know, the, the cheetah place we went to, the elephant place we went to, which were incredible experiences that I, I'm sure I'll never forget. And you would think that you were going to the cinema at, like, Blue Water. That's pretty That's crazy. a good niche local reference for everyone. Yes. Like, our local cinema is an absolute rip-off, basically. It is. But anyway... Theme parks, Josh. That's theme why we. Parks. That's why we convene on a on a near weekly basis. It's to, true. Uh, talk to ourselves in this state of the art studio we have here. It is state of the art. That is true. Uh, I notice your curtains are open in the studio this week, Josh. Yeah. How's the roller coaster coming on in the back garden, which we've been? Well, it's uh, you can't see it because it's dark. Because that's true. But how's it been going? Okay. I mean, we've had a couple of uh, you know, altercations. Uh, oh. Problems, uh... Has it been over securing funding? Are you going to be declaring a state of emergency? We've had a new guy come in. It get fun- it get new guy come in. You know, they, they they reckon it was going to be ready for last year. Oh, right. And then they're like, no, it's going to be ready 2019. Ooh. And then we have a new guy come in. He's like, actually, no, it's going to be another two to three years before it's going to be ready. Oh, I see. Right. Yeah, so... Oh. Big nice. old palaver. I'm having words with a lot of people. <laughs> nice. Yeah. What could you be referring to here, Josh? Is it... That Paramount, that damn Paramount Park, I've heard so much about. Actually, no, that was a reference to uh, Crossrail. But oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, well, that just speaks volumes about Britain, doesn't <laughs> it? Like, oh, you're making jokes about a construction project being delayed. I think it's this. Oh no, 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 it's no, the other. It's this other thing. It's that other one that is like practically finished, but still going to be two to three years until it's open. Yes, brilliant. Yeah, fantastic. Anyway, speaking of delays, we have <laughs> delayed long enough in actually talking about. Theme parks. Theme which is parks. Why we're here. Theme that parks. is why we're here. Woo! Josh, you must be getting pretty excited. It's not long until we, uh, until well, both of us separately, I might add, make our next trips to Florida. I know. It's 
pretty hype. It's going to be great. I'm very much looking forward to it. We're going to start in Florida. Um, it's a fully news-focused podcast this week, listeners. There have been some some leaks, some tidbits of information yep. that have uh, crept out from various theme parks. We're going to be focusing on Florida. There's a few other bits and pieces from uh, the rest of the world as well. But we're going to start with a topic that we have returned to quite often in recent times, and that is this new Harry Potter roller coaster that's coming to Islands of Adventure in Orlando. There's a new Harry Potter ride coming to There's Islands of Adventure in Orlando? There sure is! Would you believe it? Whoa. I certainly wouldn't, but here we are. It does appear to be happening, and uh, not for the first time either. I'm going to be referencing the Mighty Fine Park Stop podcast, uh, which uh, has been the source of some really cool... Uh, leaks and um, bits of information that I'm sure Universal would appreciate not being in the public domain just yet, but what the hell. And um, they've got some fantastic new information about this ride. Um, we'll take it all at face value because it all seems like it's uh, based on very well-placed sources. First of all, I'm going to mention the rumoured name oh. of the ride. Oh, because, Josh, you don't seem to be a fan. And I have to say, I, I'm not a huge fan either, although I must say, it, it seems to me like it would make one hell of a Scrabble score, because, now I'm going to have to take a deep breath here, Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure. And now, as we all know, with the branding um, that Universal have been very keen to reinforce with pretty much everything they do in terms of Harry Potter, the full name of this is no doubt going to be Universal Studios' Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure at the Wizarding World of Harry Potter at Universal Studios' Islands of Adventure. Universal Resorts. Oh, is that what it is? Universal Studios Resorts' Islands of Adventure. Would that be its full name? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because Universal Studios Orlando is the name of the other park. Right. So just to quickly recover old ground, this is a roller coaster, very highly themed, lots of animatronics, rumoured to be set in and around the Forbidden Forest and focus on Hagrid. He's going to be the protagonist of the ride and it sounds like it's going to be he's let some magical creatures loose and maybe you are being tasked with helping him round them up. Seems to be the gist. Yeah. And The name is really dumb. The name is very much what it says on the tin in that regard. I mean, this is like calling the Forbidden Journey Harry Potter and that ride where you sit on those benches and fly through the castle and there's a dragon there! It's basically... (laughs) It's basically like... And it breaks down every so often and gets out of sync. Yeah, like, I think there could be a market for this. Overly descriptive theme park (laughs) attraction names. Seems to be the uh, the guidebook that Universal read before naming this ride, if it's to be believed. Yes, I'm not a fan. What do you think? Clearly, not much of it. It's just too, it's too long. There's too many words. There's too many words. That's that's true. It is true. There are a lot of words there. We, we, you know, I feel like because the other two Harry Potter rides have got quite good names. Like they feel like they could be short stories in the Harry Potter universe or, you know, the name of a chapter in one of the books. You know, yeah, I mean, I always... Harry Potter and the Forbidden Journey. Harry Potter and the Escape from Gringotts. Harry Potter and Hagrid's Magical Creatures Motorbike Adventure just sounds like... It, one, it's also, really I think, dumb. kind of undersells what we know this ride to be, which is a relatively high-thrills roller coaster, and this makes it sound like it could be a Dumbo. Yeah, that's what... Yes. That's exactly what this feels like. It feels like... Feels like a Dumbo. Feels like a Dumbo or a... Uh, you know, a day in the park with Barney. The, the Peter Pan. Yeah, yeah. Like, you're just a bit of a mosey on through some sets. Yes. Which is not 
really what this is. No, not not from the sounds of it. Yeah. Although it would be quite funny if all this information that's been leaked is total nonsense and we get we get on the ride day one and it is basically it's a small world yeah it's, <laughs> it's it is the track is exactly how it's been described in all the leaks but you but do go two six, miles an yeah, hour exactly. <laughs> instead of going 60 you go six yeah and the drop the is around. a lift yeah a slow lift exactly just get the music there's also along with this uh, rumoured name been some concept art that Hag- has come Hagrid's out Hagrid's motorbike adventure <laughs> Hagrid's magical see but like so this says that they want to shorten it to Hagrid's magical creatures even that's quite bad lame mm. to me with all these Harry Potter rides I think a good way of, of approaching it is if you've replaced the name of the character involved with the cat in the hat or Dr. Zeus would it sound ridiculous? And in the case of the Forbidden Journey, Doctor Zeus's Forbidden Journey, yes, that sounds ridiculous yeah. because that sounds like Doctor Zeus has written an adult magazine yeah. that is like not for his target audience necessarily. He's like trying to branch out. Doctor Zeus in the Escape from Gringotts. Well, that just sounds silly. That doesn't make sense. Why would Doctor Zeus be escaping from Gringotts? But Doctor Zeus's Magical Creatures Motorbike Tour, or whatever the hell it's called. That sounds like it could yeah. be a thing. That yeah. sounds like it could be a thing. Yeah. And and I think, you know, the Doctor's Use Test, actually, might be quite a good way of going about this whole naming thing. And I think we've now determined, based on that, that this is not a good name for a Harry Potter ride, let alone a high-speed thrill yeah. Scrap ride. It. Scrap the ride, start again. Start all again. <laughs> yeah, why not? But, um, fortunately, while the name is um, not filling us with all that much enthusiasm this piece of concept art looks very cool um we've we've heard a lot about how well and highly themed this ride is going to be and some elements of this track seem to incorporate a bit of a water feature which could be pretty cool like there's going to be like a, a, like a river like a river type yeah i still don't understand the mm. uh ruins of the castle it could just be something they've kind of uh, conjured up <laughs> um, well, for purposes that... of this ride that maybe we just haven't seen in the movies. Well, no. So if you're a muggle, mm. you see Hogwarts as ruins because there's a magical spell that makes it look like ruins. Oh, right. I didn't know that. That is in the lore. Oh. All right, nerd. But <laughs> why would Hagrid be like, oh, all right, muggles? Well, I mean, obviously the Forbidden Journey, the the... The basis of that is that the muggles have been invited in to see Hogwarts for what it really is for the day. Sure. So but maybe then, this could just be like an extension of that. like the. But the then why sto- would the castle look real when we're standing outside in the street, mm. but then look like ruins when we're on the ride? Well, that's a question that I guess we'll just have to trust the storytellers to yeah. have, th- have thought of mm. in the development of this story, although... I don't know how much time they, they would have unless, had to put into their story because clearly they've taken a good long time to come up with Unless this, this is just some ruins. It could just be some other ruins. It yeah. might not be Hogwarts. Yeah. So we'll just have to wait and see, I suppose. But um, no, I'm very excited by it. I think the the concept art, which you can see at orlandoparkstop.com, it, it looks really great. It's um, It looks like it's going to be a fairly long track. It incorporates a couple of buildings which... We've spoken about on previous episodes about how this ride is going to end up going indoors and the types of track elements that could be housed within yep. drops and things like that. I hope they uh, disguise uh, Hogsmeade Station well. 
Yeah, you don't want to necessarily be seeing Hogsmeade at all, I feel, when you're actually on the ride itself. No. You want to feel like you are in the really in the thick of the forest. Yeah, and uh, and you go behind Hogsmeade Station, which is, just looks like a generic square building, mm. whereas obviously from the front it looks like Hogsmeade. Yeah, I mean, I mean the the, the simple um, way around that is just to plant a load of trees. Yes, which uh, seems to be what they are doing. Keep the ride low, build but, a load of trees. I guess build the, a load um, of trees. Grow the a load more of extravagant trees. solution would be to perhaps do up the back of that building so that it's not just a, a, a front. Yeah, and it's actually the the whole thing is a bit more themed. But uh, no, I, I'm very very excited to to ride this eventually. But, I'm sure they'll um, do. I'm sure they'll do it well. Yeah, just uh, we'll we'll see about that name. We'll see about that name. Yeah, give it the name, it's guys. Not, it's not, it's not great. I know really. you're listening to us right now. So yeah, I'm sure they are. Just give I'm it sure the name. They are. Change and, the name. And, and they've they've now finally had the epiphany of oh, this name's maybe not that great. Shall we come up with something else? Um, just one final bit of information or or gossip, I guess, from this uh, leak. And I think this is a bit of uh, speculation on the part of the uh, Park Stop. the team over at Parkstop. Yeah. Um, but they speculate as well that perhaps part of the queue area, I think, could uh, take you through the Hogwarts kitchen, which I don't think has ever been seen on screen. Uh, uh, so it could be interesting to see how they, uh, how they do that. Partially. Has it? Yeah. Uh, I want to say it's been referenced in the books. Yeah, um, maybe I'm. Know. I've got quite a. I, I feel like there's a part in the books where they end up in the kitchen, like the it's where the elves, like there's elves. Yeah, they're in, in there, there with Dobby. Yeah, that's right. But I don't think they ever go in there in the in the film. I don't know if I can remember. If I'm thinking that there's a scene where Dobby is outside the kitchen and you sort of see a glimpse of the kitchen behind, maybe but, I don't know. I don't know. Or it just might be my vivid imagination. There is from a picture when I read the of the books. Hogwarts kitchen on the Harry Potter wiki. Uh, but it's uh, sort of in concept art form. Oh, okay. Um, so it's it's obviously not something that's... Um, I, I would imagine if it had been in the film, they'd stick a still on there. So I'm guessing it's not been in the movies, and maybe this is from that you know, that Pottermore website or whatever. It's, you know, yes. Are you familiar with that? Yeah. I'm not quite sure what that actually is, to be honest. There's like Harry Potter stuff on there. Oh, right. Well, that clears that up. Thanks. <laughs> it's uh, more <laughs> Potter stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah. Pottermore. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Well, uh, let's stay with Universal for now. Oh, go on then. Uh, as well as being uh, sticking in Orlando, uh, just because uh, Universal Orlando have filed a few uh, new public documents with uh, Orange County in Florida. You could not sound less bored about that, saying that <laughs> well, statement. Well, it's not then. the most riveting of ways to get into a story. I Woo! <laughs> Hell yeah! Legal Yay. documentation. Get in there. Come on. Yes. I haven't been this excited about legal documentation since I was covering a Dartford Council meeting, oh. Josh. I was, reading, I was reading some legal documentation earlier for Were fun. Were you really? Nice. For fun? Yeah. What was that about? Anything good? Uh, The law. Oh, great. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, I mean, basically, <laughs> this is just a, a revised map for what is widely assumed to be a third stroke fourth theme park uh, in Orlando universal theme park in Orlando depending on how you feel about um, what what's it called um, Volcano Bay Volcano Bay yeah is that a theme park or not universal no. say it is we say eh, probably I mean, not we, we say very definitely no no definitely no 100% um and yeah, basically these uh, documents which you can see at theme park inside of the stills kind of give us a bit of an idea of the scale of this park yeah um 
as it is being planned right now, it seems like it's going to be bigger than Islands of Adventure and Universal Studios. Not necessarily combined, I don't think, but I think that one of the key things that has been consistent throughout all the reports of what they might be up to is that this is going to be a park that has room for expansion. Yes, and it's going to have... In the years, uh, in the years after it opens. On the site, there's also going to be hotels as well. And a big-ass car park. Yeah. Because mm. it's going to be quite at some distance away from the other two parks. Yes. Hmm. I wonder, I, I still... Are they just going to use buses to get from one from one park to the other, do you reckon? Oh, brooms, I'd imagine. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe, maybe they'll finally realise the full potential of Dr. Zeus's High in the Sky Zeus Trolley Train Ride. Yes. And just funnel that whole thing across... Across Orlando, it would take you all day to get to, there to the next to the other park. You need a hotel at the other park because you need to stay the night because the park could be shut by the time you got there. Well, you know, they could ramp up the thrills a little bit <laughs> and um, and see see if they can get there a bit quicker. But I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Yes, but it feels like this is going to be a you know things are going to gradually slip out about this park, and who knows when they might eventually confirm it. I don't really know what the I mean, it's been so long since a theme park of this scale was was built. Yeah, that uh, I don't really have any precedent for Islands was the announcement last to big one in Orlando to delivery. Like, if they expect to open in twenty twenty three, when would they announce it? I don't know. I have no idea. I I doubt that they will follow the Paramount Park model, which is just announce some uh, wild dream. Um, any day they feel like it without any idea of when it might actually be delivered upon but what do I know my mum asked me what's happening with Paramount Park the other day what did you say did you direct her to parkrush.com episode 1 I did when we talked about that I didn't specifically say episode 1 I did say well if you listen to the podcast you'd know about it well exactly Uh, and I said we all know it's just going to end up as a housing estate come on mum definitely she was like oh really yeah Yes. I mean, they should at least maybe theme some of the houses to... <laughs> to, <laughs> to just Doctor Who theme. As like a, you know, as, as the, a legacy of the site. Oh, like this This house is bigger on the inside. <laughs> Something like that. Something as simple as that would be great. Because, you know... Name the roads after Paramount Properties. Future generations might never know that the house they're living in... Star in, Trek in Lane. North Kent would have, was originally meant to be... The Bridge of the Enterprise, which would be a pretty cool little piece of trivia. Who Crescent? <laughs> yeah, just name some of the roads after. Yeah, because if you didn't know, uh, listeners, and you you obviously don't, we have mentioned before the neck of the woods from which we are from. Yeah. It's a lovely place called Dartford. <sighs> now, one thing that actually does put Dartford on the map for people out there is that this is the was basically the birthplace of the Rolling Stones. Uh, yes. And there is a housing estate in the town that reflects that. There are road... I don't know if you even... Do you know this? There's like road uh, yeah. names that all are themed to the Rolling Stones. There's like Ruby Tuesday Drive, which is probably my favourite. Yeah, isn't it? It's over by the so, bridge, right? It is, yeah. yeah. And I think, yeah, maybe if the Paramount Park doesn't happen and actually ends up just being a housing estate, something along those lines would be pretty cool. Yeah. Have just roads named after what the rides were supposed to be. The, uh, the florist that Keith Richards used to live ab- above is now uh, shut down. It's a crying shame. That is a crying shame. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What other road names could we come up with, do you reckon? Mission Impossible Avenue. Clarkson Close, and then cross out the Clarkson and put Rory oh, Road. They're going to do Top Gear rides, weren't they? Yeah. Blimey, yeah. And, like, that's how long it's been Clarkson, May, and Hammond were Top Gear at the time. Wow. 
Well, there we have it. Another hot update on the state of Paramount Park. There the has been no official word on that. Absolute state. Has there? No, not since we started doing this podcast. Um, certainly. I mean, our very first episode, we talked uh, a little bit about what the hell's been going on with that thing. Yeah. And, and there obviously hadn't been any news for a good little while. And as far as I'm aware, there's been no further news since then. So it's been a good long while. I, I think they are... I want to say they the the latest is that planning application will still be going in this year. Yeah, but, I feel like they keep saying that every year. But they say that every year. So take that with an enormous pinch of salt and assume that it will be pushed back to next year, but ultimately assume that it will never happen. I'm um, assuming it's a funding thing, right? I guess. I guess. Because you can just build rides. Like, building rides isn't... Like, having names attached and theming is mm. important but I thought Parks managed to get away with it for some time well yeah but what do we know what do we know really about what's going on over there not a lot unfortunately I don't think anyone knows what's going on no I don't think so I don't think they even know let's stick with Universal very briefly but head on over to Land of the Rising Sun Japan oh Universal Studios over there in Osaka are really uh, go. making some fine progress on the highly anticipated Super Nintendo world, which yeah. is due to be opening uh, in Orlando and Hollywood as well at some point. But it's only in Japan where uh, it's actually really underway. That's very true. And they're planning it, planning for it to be ready for the Olympics next year. And uh, progress Ooh. is coming along quite nicely. And we got some new pictures courtesy of Screamscape.com. It's a big time in Japan at the moment. Uh, Rugby World Cups this year. In Japan, so uh, for, well for me personally, I know for you, Tom. Look, you bring it up when they're hosting an actual proper sport, all right? Well, uh, come on, you know they got that, and then they got the Olympics next they year. They did the football World Cup, right? Did they do that with South Korea in two thousand and two? Yeah, was that Japan and South Korea. Yeah, yeah, they must have been. Wouldn't have been it wouldn't anyone have been, else. It wouldn't have been North and South Korea, would it? <laughs> <laughs> they did. Do, they did share the Winter Olympics, though. They, well, they, they had a shared team. They had the a Winter shared Olymp- team. Yeah. yeah, South Korea hosted. That was really bizarre. That was the first stage in like. These Cor- weird, <laughs> yes. this weird new era of uh, international relations yeah. that we are now uh, living in. I, l- I watched a lot of that Winter Olympics. It was really good. It was bizarre. It was absolutely bizarre. But theme parks. But yes, returning to theme parks. Uh, there's a big ass building that has been erected yeah. in the part of the part of the park where the Nintendo World is being built. It's it's really large, and presumably this is going to be for one of the rides. Yep. And uh, one assumes, based on the prominence, I guess, that the rides appear to be to, to appear to have been given in all sort of the promotional stuff that we've had so far. Probably the Mario Kart ride, because that seems like it's going to be the the premier attraction. You would have thought so. Mm. Uh, yeah, I mean, looking at this at first, I was like, oh, this building doesn't look that big, like because it's scaffolding that you can see primarily. Yeah, and I'm like, well, the, the scaffolding's only going to be yay big, and then the building's going to be smaller than that. And then you look and you go, oh wait, there's actually like stuff inside it that's already built. It's taller than them trees there, Josh. Yeah, it's taller than some of the Hogsmeade buildings as well that are nearby. When you take in the thing that's inside the scaffolding, you go, oh no, this is actually quite a big building. It's quite large. Yeah, very spacious indeed. But um, obviously, it's all speculation at this point as to what is actually going to be in there. I'm just making an assumption. That it's, it will uh, be Mario Kart. It's just a multi-story car park. At the, <laughs> yeah, well, it could well be. Who knows? Oh, that would be depressing. Yes. No, multi-story car park with Mario Kart drifting 
up and down it. Oh, right. Right. So, in Japan, yeah, they have a car scene, big car scene. Mm. And one of the big things about it is drifting. Okay. Or at least was. Uh, there was a film, The Fast and Furious Tokyo Drift. Yeah, but this is in Osaka. I know. But well, so your point is invalid, I'm afraid. Well, it's not. Japan, big car culture. <laughs> They're the ones that brought you Mario Kart and Gran Turismo. It's true. Uh, and, you know, Nissan. <laughs> yes. And Honda and Toyota. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Weirdly enough, none of those car brands are in Mario Kart. Only Mercedes is. Yeah. <laughs> Which is pretty weird. Mm. I don't know how that deal came about. I, well, Mercedes are considered uh, quite an old man's brand, right? Or has but done Mario for... is hip, Josh. Well, exactly, He's not an old man. Uh, you know, that's that's one of the reasons they got back into Formula One is to try and uh, appeal to the younger audience. Oh, right, and that might be also be why they signed a deal to be in Mario. Kart. Yeah, if you you get them, get them in young, and they're yeah. like, oh, Mercedes, and then right. when they get older, they start you know buying cars. They go. So see, there's kids Mercedes. growing up now that think like Mercedes cars come equipped with mushrooms that make you go faster. Yes, and you know stars that allow you to just bash into other vehicles without a care in the world. Dangerous, if you ask me. Yeah, I mean, some people think that the Colton dance comes from Fortnite. So, speaking of which, Josh, Uh-oh. I know I'm fresh off the plane, and you might think, oh well, he can't possibly have had time to do anything productive with his day. He's probably suffering with. Uh-oh. Jet lag. I Uh-oh. wouldn't blame him if he'd slept the day away. Well, you'd be wrong. I was fully expecting you to have slept you'd the whole day away. You'd be wrong because I've had a phenomenally productive day. I've won a game of Fortnite for the first time. Why was you playing Fortnite? Because I kind of thought, let's try and finally win one of these matches because then I can kind of park it. I'm done. I don't need to play it anymore. What what else is there to achieve? And I can fully commit to uh, the new hot battle royale thing. Tetris 99. Well, yes. Tetris 99. I was actually going to say... A hot Nintendo property. It's true. There should be some sort of Tetris presence, I feel, in a Super Nintendo world. Now that you mention it. One of the buildings should just look like Tetris. Tetraminos. Yeah. What would a Tetris ride even look like? It would be like Tower of Terror. But there's somebody who's like... All the the ride vehicles have to drop in a formation to to make a line of of shapes and colours. It'd be like Terra Terra, but you have a full over-the-shoulder harness on so you can be spun around as well. (laughs) Yes, that would be be awful. (laughs) The sensations you would endure. I'm kind of into it. I mean, I'd... I'd pay good money to, to see them try and build some form of ride fitting that. Talking about good money, uh, I was reading a thing earlier, off topic really. London Dungeon, or the Dungeons brand, yeah. which includes London Dungeons, they're opening up an Alton Towers dungeon Okay. at Alton Towers Yeah. to go on, it's an extra price. So you have to pay to get in the park and then pay an extra £7.50 to go into the dungeons. So there's a London dungeon and now there's going to be an Alton dungeon. Yeah, there's, there's like an Edinburgh dungeons already. Uh, you know what my favourite dungeon is? Troll in the dungeon. <laughs> Ugh. Moving on. Yeah. Have uh, you done London dungeons? I've not, no. We should do that. Cool. Uh, we're going to jump back over now, Josh. Back to Florida. Oh, okay. Playing it safe. Would you believe? Bush Gardens. Tigris, their Tigris. upcoming roller coaster. Uh, news reached us uh, about a week ago that the track appears to be complete, uh, which would suggest that they are well on course to open 
in the spring, which uh, they have long said is the plan, um, and that's exciting because I'm, I'm it's probably a bit optimistic, but I'm I'm going in March, and I, I'm it would be great if it was done because Bush Gardens do know how to make a roller coaster. That March is, is being of spring, deny. isn't it? Yes, so it'll, March, it'll, April, May. Maybe a little optimistic. I think the best I could probably hope for is being there for a soft launch. Yes, which is which I was there for the soft launch of Falcon's Fury a couple of years ago. That now, was quite cool. Which is terrifying, by the way. Have you it? done that? No. So it's, my it's, uh, my it's, parents aren't a big fan of uh, Bush Gardens. Well, not it's the it's the uh, staff at Bush Gardens. My parents aren't. They're very of. laid back. Yeah, well, yeah. it's a college town, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. I think they're all sort of students who are doing it part time. But I. I I, I, it kind of depends. Like there are days where I really appreciate how laid back everything is. Yeah. There are other days where you turn up and some of the rides aren't open and and some of them have like broken down and it seems to be taken a while for things to sort themselves out. And those are sometimes the days where you think, okay, Disney wouldn't be having this. No. Like the, the I mean, marquee rides would not be shut for this long. At Disney the same is time. held to a higher standard than anyone else. True. Than Universal, just below that. Hmm. And uh, Bush Gardens, and then SeaWorld is even worse. Yes, I guess so. But uh, we Tigris... won't be on SeaWorld either. No, no, no. Uh, bad experience my brother had the last time they went. What was the bad experience? Uh, the, the stuff were rude to them. Oh dear. Yeah. Did they kill a whale in front of them? No. Although uh, one of the uh, whales has recently died. That is true. Yes. Yeah, which is obviously a shame. Yeah, I don't know how many they've got left now at Orlando because obviously they're not breeding them anymore. So no. It's... I know it sounds a bit morbid, but it's basically, you know, run until they're all, dead. Once they all die, that's yeah. it. So, but they reckon they can last till they're fifty in captivity. Yeah. Mm. Who knows how Who knows? how much longer they'll have whales there? But um, Tigris, uh, just to sort of recap, um, it's going to be the tallest launch roller coaster in Florida when it opens. Uh, it will uh, send riders through a series of twists. It will go forward and backwards. Feature a number of drops and go up to uh, 60 miles an hour. It's about eight, 1,800 feet of track. This is going to be really cool. Um, and it's 150 feet tall at its peak. So um, not not reaching Shikra levels, but it's uh, certainly not a short ride. There's quite a few rides at Bush Gardens I haven't been able to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously this I won't be able to do this year. Cheetah Hunt. Cheetah Hunt's great fun. Uh, I like Cheetah Hunt Falcon's Fury. Falcon's Fury, as I've said, is is, I, I don't know if fun is the right word uh, for that one. Scorpion. Scorpion's not a new ride. That's it's not Scorpion. Uh, there's one that like spins that goes. Uh, Cobra's Curse. Cobra's Curse. That's yeah. the one. I haven't done that one. Yeah. I think that's it. Yeah, they, they've they've been fairly good at, at bringing in new thrill rides over the last sort of seven or eight years. It is the uh, thrill capital of Florida. Well, yes, that is what they like to. To claim, and I think they're right to. To be fair, the, yeah. the, the rides generally are are pretty thrilling. Yes. I would say. Now, Josh, if I may be so bold, oh, in my humble opinion, biggest story going. The biggest year. story of the last week. Oh, yeah, bold claim, bold claim, but I think true. It is up there. It certainly is up there. Kevin, the big bird from the hit Disney movie Up, yeah, has arrived at Animal Kingdom. For meet and greets. Yes. Quite why now has been deemed the appropriate time for Kevin to make his debut. They've had Doug for a while. Is it Doug? Up has been out for, I think, 10 years this year. What the hell? 
is is Doug? Doug has been there. I have D- a photo. Doug's the dog, right? Doug's the dog, and the kid is uh, what's the kid's name? It's not Kevin. No, Kevin's the bird, which is what I just said. Carl. Carl, no, that's the old man. Oh no, I can't relieve him. Russell. Russell, yeah, of course. I've met Russell and Doug. Russell. But I've not met Carl. Mr. Um, Fredrickson, to uh, you. Uh, Mr. Fredrickson, sorry, yes. And, and uh, clearly I've, I've not met Kevin, but but hopefully now... Uh, this year. I will be able to meet Kevin. I'm looking forward to that on uh, the Park Rush Instagram. Yes, yes. If I if I get the chance to meet Kevin, you can be damn well sure that he will make his way onto the Park Rush Instagram page. That is that is for sure. Yeah, I just wanted to mention it, really. I'm very excited. Mm. Mm. Speaking of uh, Disney debuts... Uh-oh. A little off topic, but I don't suppose you saw the Will Smith genie. I haven't. You haven't seen it. Yet. No. Did we do seen, a live reaction I've on the podcast seen, because it's really quite something. I've seen the outrage. I mean, as always, I feel like the outrage is probably a few notches higher than it really should be. What am I searching but for? But it does look shocking. Well, I mean, just go on YouTube. I mean, the the, the computer's muted. We don't need. I mean, he talk, the genie talks like Will Smith. He's not putting a voice on or anything oh, like that. We just want to see his face. Um, uh, because obviously the... Videos. The, the, it's that one there, Aladdin special look. Genie in the cartoon was very stylized. Obviously an iconic vocal performance from Robin Williams, but it's not as if the genie was designed to particularly look like him. No. If anything, the genie a, was given a very expressive, over-the-top face because it morphed into several different faces at different times in the film. So he's doing yes. impressions and stuff like this. This is like a... Oh, by the way, we're watching this on mute, as I said, so you can't hear Jafar speak. But another issue with this little trailer is that Jafar sounds like some dweeb, uh, high, like a high school dweeb. Oh, it's no. Not good. Some yeah. great colours going on. I like the colours. Yeah, it's it's like there are certain uh, things about it visually that aren't that aren't off putting at all. But but genie certainly is. Here we go. It, it's really quite weird. So here he is coming out of the lamp. The 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 smoke is quite cool. We're about to see Whoa. him. Oh, what is going on? What is going on? It it looks like a deep fake. They just slapped Will fa- Will Will Smith's face oh. on the. Uh, that on, dress on. is like super vibrant. Just it's, by the way, yeah. That's, I, I've, just, I've just gone back to uh, Josh. Is, Josh likes the look of this jasmine, which is fair. But this genie is uh, giving me all sorts of nightmares. I have to say, and um, I quite liked actually in the uh, aftermath. Probably my favourite meme uh, related <sighs> to this whole thing is the uh, distracted girlfriend meme. The girlfriend being... D- distracted boyfriend meme, sorry. Ah, uh, the With one the where they're walking one being way. Aladdin and the woman who's walking the opposite direction being the Frozen 2 trailer. Because I don't know if you've seen that. But that's a good trailer. I have not seen that Frozen one. Frozen 2 looks good. As you know, don't watch trailers. No, fair. Fair. So. But just to sort of... Um, that's Cleanse uh, your palate, I guess. <sighs> as far as Disney trailers go, it's maybe worth watching just so that you can banish... This terrible-looking genie to the back of your mind because it doesn't look particularly. I don't great. get it. I mean, I don't, why was it? It wasn't needed. What this, this film. film? No, but to be fair, you could say that about all these Disney live-action remakes. But I think, generally speaking, they've done justice to them mostly. No, they've been fine. Uh, I don't. They've been they've fine, been but still unnecessary. I mean, well, the box office takings would suggest like that they are Beauty and the Beast, if not necessary, justified. But in the well, let's what, what was the first one? Uh, Cinderella. Cinderella, mm. inferior to Cinderella. Is that the one with Lily James in it though? Yeah, 
see. I'm not going to turn down an opportunity to go and see Lily James. I thought she was very good in Cinderella, but I, I thought Cinderella was actually a decent film. But There's a poster on your wall. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but inferior to Cinderella. The original. The original. Yeah. Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Decent enough film. Worth seeing for Ewan McGregor's atrocious accent. Yes. Yeah. But inferior to Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. The Jungle Book. Jungle Book. I thought the animals were really bloody dumb. Right. Because they were talking how animals would, which is just up and down, because they've got their mouths can't move like human mouths. Right. Whereas in the original, because it's a cartoon, they could. Yeah. Inferior film to the okay. original. Yeah. Uh, and now you've got this and Lion King this year. Yeah. And I'd imagine live action Lion King, which isn't live action because no animal can actually talk. You what, mate? Uh. They have done remarkable things, let me tell you. They've been out in the wilds of Africa for, from my understanding now, seven or eight years training these lions to a point where they can, in fact, communicate as a human would. And I know we don't get any speaking scenes in the teaser trailer that we have seen so far, but I'm confident that you're going to be blown away. Uh, These animals are really quite special. I'm looking forward to seeing what they can deliver. Um, Dumbo as well, by the way, is also coming out. Live action Dumbo. But Dumbo doesn't talk, right? Uh, no, I, I, as far as I'm aware, Dumbo is like a, just a CG elephant and the, the, it's just the humans who speak, who are actual humans. They're not CG humans. And that's got Danny DeVito in which... <laughs> Danny DeVito is hilarious. Danny DeVito is in that. and just every uh, t- I've seen the trailer for that and every time I see him, I just go, <laughs> Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is great. Yeah. It's going to be inferior to Dumbo. Dumbo is one of my favourite Disney films. Fair enough. Like, But can we at least agree that regardless of what you have thought of any of these Disney remakes, you have not seen anything as atrocious as this in any of them? It's, it's, it's crazy. I don't know. Who looked at that and thought, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. That's fine. And the thing is, it doesn't look any better than it would have been if it was literally Will Smith painted blue. Because it... There's there's no caricature to this. That is Will Smith's face. Like, where it's been superimposed onto a CG creation. So it looks all the more terrible than it would have done, like I say, if it was literally just Will Smith painted blue, which ultimately is not far removed from what that ends up actually looking like. Anyway, we're getting quite sidetracked here. I think that's just going to... Just going to do it, really, for this week. We've been rambling on a, a good little while there. Decent news week. Decent news week. We'll be back next week with more. Who knows if it will be as news-heavy or not. I don't know. We'll have to wait and see. In the meantime, you can follow us on the social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, where Parkrush Podcast. You can find all the episodes at parkrush.com. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and your favourite podcasting app. Thanks very much for listening. We'll be back next week. Until then, take it easy. Bye-bye. <laughs>